0: And we're back, dude, episode 34 of the podcast of a Cynical Optimist, man. And, uh, you know, getting closer to the Christmas, Christmas time. And shout out to my producer dogs who are always making an appearance in this pod. Anyways, yeah, man, getting closer to that Christmas time. I mean, gotta say, it's pretty exciting, you know, um... Me and my wife, you know, starting some new traditions, and yeah, man, it's I'm excited. I you know ever since I met my wife, she's like, she she has this like huge spirit for the holidays, and that's that's something like I I always needed. I mean, my family was always has always had the holiday spirit, but not like my wife, dude. And it's really cool when you know she she takes like pride in having these traditions, which I appreciate for sure, because it makes, it makes the enjoyment of the holidays that much better. You know, I, I, you always see these um, movies and TV shows always kind of explain how Christmas is, or the holidays are just like a drag because you have to spend it with family. And sure, I get that some families, it can be like that. Like, you avoid them all year, and then when you have to go see them, it's like jury duty for your family. But I don't know. I mean, I've never felt that way ever um but the way my wife makes it because you know we have our own family now so she she makes it very cool for holidays and and her traditions and her style how she wants it. me I, I mean like I don't have any preference to what things should be like during the holidays I just love how she brings the spirit out so you know I hope the same is going for you and your family it's that'd be nice right everybody loves to have a good time I, I doubt there's somebody out there who I mean no there is people who probably want shit to go south but you know Oh dude you know and I hate when people who don't have holiday spirit it's like they get called grinches or uh what is it the scrooge at a at a manager one time uh tell me if anybody's acting like a grinch send them home around this time but it's like yeah but you don't know what people are going through always at all times like not everyone's gonna feel like sure if there is one person and be like man maybe this dude's hurting you know maybe he fucking lost somebody but it was always like if they're being a grinch like be i'm a hundred percent be fucking original with your insults you know what i mean just like last week i said that uh play stupid games get super prizes bullshit is out of here dude fuck around find out It's not original, I get it, but it's just like different, you know, different from what I I always keep seeing. So this whole like, stop being a Grinch, stop being a Scrooge, like, I don't know, dude, come up, I don't have the answers right now, I can't give it to you right now, but come up with something else, I get it that those are the two most, you know what, tell him like, stop being a Griswold, you know, if you've seen Christmas Vacation, He, he wasn't really like a... Uh, a bad dude in that movie but he you know he was just fucking shit up you know how about that let's do that stop being a griswold at the same time giving some praise to chevy chase he needs that obviously he's working out of canes <laughs> no nah, dude i it's fucking cool though that canes does that they have like celebrities do the drive through i mean fuck dude i would lose my shit if chevy chase was in my drive through at canes what the fuck are you talking about i'd be like yeah i'm gonna park this car we're gonna talk about everything from snl all the coke you did and, you know, National Lampoons, Christmas Vacation, fucking community. Like, get the fuck out of here. I'd be like, I'm going to wait here in this Canes to talk to Chevy Chase. Everybody else just can do the drive through It's whatever. No, man, but um, let's, let's get into a few topics I want to talk about, man. I watched, it was like a show, I guess, and then one of them was a movie. And dude, I think two very important movies to me when I was watching these things because it's like both of these movies have to do with people in power, either a particular person or a or a whole company, right? And oh man. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about is this movie Bombshell. I don't know if you've seen it. Um it has to deal with a with like a sexual harassment lawsuit basically that went down at Fox and uh i can't I, I mean i should have my fucking laptop in front of me to research these things cuz i can't if i if i look at it on my phone you hear a bunch of tapping and i don't want to do that to you but i i just might end up doing that uh just because i want to see like i want to get all the names right and everything on this uh on this movie so so please uh, bear with me as you hear the tapping on on my phone. Um, Yeah, so I was, like, saying, uh, this movie's called Bombshell. Um, It stars uh, Charlize Theron, Theron, whichever. Nicole Kidman and Margot Robbie. Uh, Charlize plays Megan Kelly. Nicole Kidman plays Gretchen Carlson. And uh, Margot plays Kayla Pospisil. Pospisil? And John Lithgow, fucking amazing act he plays amazing, crazy dudes. We don't give that dude enough credit. John Lithgow plays this guy named Roger Hiles, right? He was ahead of uh, Fox, and in this movie, um, there had been like reported sexual harassment through goes back like decades, right, when, of when he first started working there. So what this movie basically I mean, I don't want to ruin it for you. If you, I think it's on Hulu right now. If you, you know, have a moment, go check it out. But the synopsis is basically this: Roger Ailes commits um, sexual harassment over decades, and finally, there's like, it comes a time when, you know, these women have had enough. I, I don't know if it was during the Me Too movement, or I don't think, I don't know if this is what sparked it. But, and that alone is controversial too, right? The Me Too movement because. It was great in the sense that like it gave women a voice, a real true voice for the first time. But then also I think some women started taking it for kind of just anything like with the Aziz situation. Like Aziz just had a bad date and a girl reported it. And not necessarily that like he did anything like too forward from what I gather. I mean, I've I've listened to like multiple podcasts on it, read it uh and read a bunch of stuff on it so it just kind of seemed like it was a bad date and she just wasn't (laughs) stoked on that so she decided to come out and say something and then he did a special recently and then he talked about it and you know he kind of just put everything but it kind of fucked up his career like he was on a certain path and it definitely kind of took his career path on a whole different on a whole different thing which is whatever i mean you could say like fuck it he's got money or whatever parks and you know I don't know but anyways so this particular thing it's great because you know I have daughters right and so watching this movie you're like fuck man like if if you if you have daughters (laughs) like it is you just know because you're a guy and you have daughters you know you're a dad and you, you know like what do I do to prevent this? And the, and the truth is there's probably nothing I can do personally to prevent a man or a, or a guy taking advantage of one of my daughters in the sense, whether it's, you know, verbally or physically, it's, it's. I mean, it's, it's scary, dude, because, I mean, that's the truth. And so watching this movie, I was kind of like, it sucks because it's like, now, you know, this isn't everybody's experience, but for for a good amount of people this is their experience. And so I was watching this movie and, you know, all these women want to come forward and specifically the main people like Shirley Theron plays and uh Nicole Kidman, but they're afraid, right? They're afraid of like legal action against them from the from the network. They're afraid of, you know, career-ending uh things that could obviously in their career that wasn't a great sentence but come with me and so you know and that's scary because people they're probably getting paid a good amount of money they don't want to ruin what they got so obviously you know they're afraid but they also feel like an injustice towards them because it's like what do I have to do to just fucking have a regular job and in this case it was like sleep with this exec you know or anybody he told you to sleep with and I don't know, man. Like it, it was it. You love to see evil people get their get what they deserve, right? And that they, you know, I started to ruin the movie for you. I fuck it. This is what we do. If you were gonna check it out, you know, just go with it. it. It 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 happened in real life, so I don't think I could really spoil anything for you. The these two things I'm talking about both happen in real life, so it's not. I'm not ruining anything for you, but, so and I was stoked to watch this movie because you know I was like man let me check this out let me see because obviously I have daughters I want to see what can happen because obviously growing up as a guy we don't I don't have the same experiences like so I I come from a family of three sisters dude and I'm just the only I'm the only boy and my whole life growing up my mom and my sisters would always tell me like I'm having a different experience in the family than my sisters were because my dad never let my sisters go over to a sleepover or, you know, really hang out with friends too late or anything, you know, boys couldn't come over. I mean, uh, my, uh, my oldest sister had her like high school boyfriend come over one time and it was a thing. Like when people had candy dishes, we put out the candy dish, you know what I mean? Like, and I was like, oh, I'm going to eat everything on this fucking table. It was like, no, like we got to wait till the boyfriend gets here because he was going to meet my dad and all that stuff. So it was a whole ordeal Whereas, like when I introduced my first girlfriend to my parents, it was like, "Hey, this is my girlfriend." Uh, you know, it was just, it was weird. It wasn't weird, but it was just like, it wasn't as uh, candy dish as my sister's was. So yeah, obviously, um, I don't know what that's like because I've I've had a different experience. My <laughs> and in this movie, I kind of get like a glimpse of that just with. I've obviously heard of this stuff happening to people as i got older but um or to women really and um dude this movie takes like it really gives you the in-depth of how uh i mean like your boy's not a feminist but dude i just don't want my daughters to go through that like you just if you're a dad of girls you don't want your girls to go through that you want them to have a fucking fair chance just like you did just like anybody would without having to do anything, you know, sexual, just to advance in their career. So I mean, do this movie was good. Uh, fucking, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, bombshell, so check it out if you can. And the on the same network, Hulu. You know, there's this other. It's a series. Uh, it's a series. It's like a limited series where it's just. It's a one season type thing. And it has to deal with uh, oxycotton and Purdue Pharma. You know, the the people obviously in charge of making Oxycontin. And so, to and it's called Dope Sick. Gotta say, one of the best fucking watches in a long time. Like, I literally, this is no bullshit. (laughs) Uh, I literally was addicted to watching this show as if I was taking Oxycontin. So inappropriate. I get it because that's a real thing that people were addicted to, dude. But I could not stop watching this series. Each episode, like it gives you, literally, it gives you like a high of like, fuck, this is a good app. They're they're getting closer and shit's happening, and then it like, and it it kind of brings you down a little bit. Like, okay, this is mellow. And then right towards the end, it gives you a fucking cliffhanger. And it kind of finishes on the cliffhanger. It doesn't just cut the episode. But then, dude, it makes you want to watch them all. Which I did. It's like eight episodes. but So anyways, um, Purdue Pharma in 1996 makes OxyContin. And they want to basically sell it. At... They get the right... From the FDA to basically say that oxycodone is not a habit forming or like a uh, addictive drug, which it completely is. Obviously, we know now, but they somehow got it to be like oxycontin is. People get addicted to it less than one percent, right? And that's a great thing for an opioid because. But if you know anything about opioids, which I don't, but you just know from an opioid, you'll get addictive one hundred percent of the time because it's an opioid, like. And so they got it to where they were like, oh, it's not addictive. So, I mean, that was a huge thing for doctors then because they're like, well, I can give something for somebody for pain and it's not addictive. This is great. It's like a miracle drug. Not the case, though, right? Because then um, obviously, you know, Purdue is using language that like gray area language. You know what I mean? It was like, well, it's not the truth, but it's also not the a lie you know and essentially that's what they're doing through the whole show is trying to get away with selling oxycontin to people who really fucking don't need it like i would say that people who might need oxycontin if in any case is like if you you know suffered a severe back injury and you're in immense amount of pain daily and uh dude i i just this series had me man like and they do fucking ridiculous things, dude. They were making like 10 milligram tablets at 20 to 40, 60, 80, even a 120, like. And all the while you see how like the opioid is like taking over people's lives, dude. I and I'm watching this and I'm like, man, how did I Cause their their I guess their whole reign was from like nineteen ninety six to I think as of recently as like 2020 when they were fucking finally put to, put to rest i mean i I think the drug is still out there but i i don't know if it's if it's being widely used anymore but i know it was out there and the crazy thing is dude is like i remember like watching like tv specials not watching it but kind of like you know hearing it on the news of like what oxycontin is doing I, i remember the name you know in in real life but i never you know, I, I was never in that bad of pain to where I went to the doctors and they were suggesting you know a narcotic to me. Which is insane. And um but it just shows you like in like how slippery of a slope that can be because these sales reps were going out and selling oxycon to be like, Oh, this use this for anything. If somebody has any sort of pain, give it to them. And um they were giving it for fucking toothaches, for headaches. Shit you would use Tylenol for you know they were giving a narcotic to them and obviously getting them addicted and um you know what i learned from this show too is like a narc an an opioid changes your whole fucking brain chemistry dude it rewrites everything especially like your frontal lobe like it takes like two years at least minimum for your frontal lobe to recover from the addiction that's insane so people were ODing obviously because they're crushing it up you know snorting it injecting it like fucking heroin like insane shit because it technically is heroin it's an opioid and uh, a lot of people i remember uh in real life uh them talking about how oxycontin was making people go to actual heroin because it's cheaper you can buy heroin but it was causing a lot of overdoses obviously because everybody was replacing that opioid high for heroin and uh but what i want to take away from these the, both topics is like Dude, how crazy evil people and evil empires can rise within America, dude. Like, and because money, in both situations, money could get them out of these scenarios. And it did for a long time, paying off people, bribing people, all this stuff was happening and continued to happen because of money, right? Cause a lot shit, if you make the money, you can make a lot of shit, make a lot of shit happen. But the good takeaway from this is like, in both scenarios, you know, bombshell being the women who stood up to this guy, and in uh, and in uh, dope sick, it was you know uh, the what do they call the uh, the the state's attorneys, you know standing up to fight for what was right like fighting for the people to stop getting addicted to this drug like you have to be fucking thankful in your daily lives for people who are just they're about the law you know what i mean i know that sounds corny as shit but it's like dude if you were to watch this show you'd be like dude thank god these people fought to stop this shit and keep like Kept it from creeping into our daily lives and and fucking up more than it c- could have ever thought because, you know, Purdue only cared about fucking making money. They, dude, they were never going to take them drugs themselves because they knew because they knew what it could do. So they were like, no, fucking, let's just get this money. And then, and it's so crazy because I, I remember, um, I think they asked Steve Jobs if he if his daughter or his you know if if his kids this could be wrong, check me on this, obviously, like, sometimes I just say shit, but I heard that, like, Steve Jobs and even people who work at Apple, like, if, (laughs) if their kids use their computers or iPads or anything like that, he's like, oh, no, no, they're, they're not allowed, sort of, you know, I don't know if you use that term again, I could be fucking stretching this, it could have been somebody else, could have been another tech giant, Uh, but then even on this uh, documentary called The Social Dilemma, a lot of the people running these uh, social media websites don't let their kids on it because they know what they created to do to people. So isn't that so fucked up, man? Like, <laughs> welcome to Jair's dark corner, dude. You know we usually love to be, you know, whatever on this podcast. Like try to keep it light and funny, but dude, sometimes we get real, dude. Sometimes we get real. Welcome to Jair's dark corner of the world, you know. <laughs> like, it's so fucked up. Like Purdue would have never taken those drugs. And fucking social media, Facebook, Instagram creators don't want people, don't want their kids using their own app because they know what the fuck it can do, you know, but they'll gladly sell it to us fucking at a dime and watch us all fucking slowly cave in on ourselves. But no, it's insane, man. Like, I think these are the uh, two must watches, you know, if I could uh, recommend something you haven't seen. And it's cool man like like I was saying you have to be fucking thankful for those people who stand up and who say like this shit isn't right for basically the population cuz um cuz man like fuck those people you know 100% like cuz in the whole time I'm thinking like oh, I was like man one of these one of these uh, Purdue Pharma executives dude somebody in their family has to get addicted there's no way you know I was I was hoping for that uh for that like sledgehammer of a of a twist, but you know, maybe that happened and but maybe it didn't, but they didn't put it that in the story. Because then they would have seen that like, oh shit, you know, but again, they're probably smart enough to get ahead of him like if you get offered this at the Doctor's office, say no. You know, because it is addictive fucking assholes, man. But uh no dude be thankful for the people who stand up for you when you don't even know about it. Like they you know, the general was it the general attorney's office These people, I guess, you know, you can call call in and tell them about some injustices. Maybe they'll investigate it. I don't know. Your boy knows about, like, I don't know, 0.0001% of the things that's going on around the world. I really keep it light. Dude, I got it because I got to keep my mental shit okay, man, because there's so much shit going on. I remember, like, watching the news when I was younger. I was like, this doesn't make me feel good ever. Like, I'm going to stop watching this shit. Like, because they'll go from, like, somebody was killed and murdered in your neighborhood. And it's so, all like, coming to the mall this season, it's like, no, what? Like, you're given, like, a, a two-second stretch of, like, this person was brutally murdered in your neighborhood. And now, acorns, are they falling from your tree? Like, oh, dude, get out of here with that shit. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> so I, I, I stopped watching the news completely, man, honestly, like, just mentally to get out of there so i'm not too keen on like the what to do in the world who to call if you see an injustice so i don't know about that but but um i saw this thing on uh on instagram the thing that's poisoning our minds um it was cool uh hackers are like hacking into restaurants like receipt printers or whatever and like giving the employees information about their jobs, like basically like uh, uh, giving them like telling them their rights as an employer, as an employee. I'm sorry, of a of a business to be like you guys can talk about how much you're making because if somebody's if somebody's making more money than you in a job that you do the same job, that why why you should be getting paid the same? And it's cool, and 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 the guy was like, the hacker was like, and they can't fire you for that, so I was like, dude, see, that's, I'm pro-hack on that shit, like, I'm pro, um, like, I know hacking has this, I guess, ugly history to it, obviously, Uh, since the famous hackers of 1995, starring Angelina Jolie, Matthew Lillard. Uh, the guy from Clock Shoppers, I think, he was in, uh, what was it called, uh, Swim Fan, which was a fucking, hey, Swim Fan was fire. you can't even lie, dude, can't even lie, I did not see that happening with that, that girl played a good psycho, dude, and you can't tell me any different, but, so these hackers, I mean, fucking shout, out, see, that's what I'm saying, shout out to these people doing this shit, man, they're like, I see an injustice instead of fucking bringing down a whole corporate, let me fucking let these people know, you know, like keyboard sounds, you know, let these fucking people know they can ask for more money and let them know their rights as being an employee to a, to a business. That's fucking sick. I'm pro that shit. Keep doing that shit. Like it's not hurting anybody. Sure. You know, they're going to step up their fucking um, firewall protection. And again, dude, you know me, I don't know shit. So, I'm assuming firewall is something you would improve for hackers. But, yeah, dude, I'm pro that. Like, keep keep that going, you know? Because I remember working for a grocery store, and I was like, why am I... I remember I found out that a girl who I got hired with at the same time, like, it was our, both of our first jobs, she was getting paid, like, 2 or $3 more than me as a cashier. Like, it was insane. I was like, this, how... Like, what are you doing different than I'm doing different? But the fucking story I worked at, dude, you know, it's the same old thing. Like, I, I was the one guy out of, like, the nine girls they hired. They they hired, like, nine girls. And it's because the guys in upper management were all these fucking older schlobs, you know, some fucking schlebs that were like, I'm just going to hire fucking girls. And, you know, and then, boom, you get the movie Bombshell, bro. But in this case, it takes place at a grocery store. And, dude, they're always creeps, dude. The the managers, there were fucking, you could tell. Like, I remember one day I saw one of the managers, like, caress the back of one of the girls. And, dude, I was uncomfortable. You know what I mean? I was like, oof. Like, I couldn't imagine how the girl felt. I was like, because it was creepy. It was like one of those, you see those guys at Hooters, you know? Like, one of the old guys, you know. And he caresses the girl's back. And you're like, ah, oh, dude, you sad. You know what I mean? Like, because it's like he thinks he's being all suave about it. But she's like, I fucking have to be here for another six hours with this shit. Like, they don't want to fuck you. They just need your tips to continue their life. But, unfortunately, what they're selling is not just chicken wings. You know what I mean? And in this case, where I was working at, fucking, you know, this guy was like... She's eighteen and I'm fucking twenty eight, so like, it should work out for me, right? But anyways, as besides the point, I um I'm just saying like that that I love that dude. I fuck with that hundred percent. Like more of that shit, you know, more of letting people know, like, hey, like, and see, and and that's another thing too. Um, like the internet took took over, right? And it's is taking over. That's that's just it. And a lot of these companies now like back in the day if you're building burned down with all your files and money, you could be fucked, right? But now in this case this you know everything's digital. Everything's on the computer, everything's on a backup. You know, it's it's somewhere digitally. And these people who have like mastered the digital world with hacking can now bring companies to their knees, you know what I mean? And I mean if anytime and obviously they hire like you know ex-hackers to like help them because you know you're fighting fire with fire type shit so but it's cool because it's like at any moment these guys if they're good enough and if there's a lot of them they can fucking bring down a lot of company you know if they're doing wrong and that's what i fuck with because like now fuck you like if you're doing wrong, you should be exposed for that shit, you know? Like, who knows, just in the history of time, how many people have died because somebody wanted to make a dollar, you know? And it's just too fucking much. And I saw this video, I think Vice posted it. it dude, and again, I'm, I'm for this 100%. It's a guy, and he's wearing one of those uh, V for Vendetta masks. I don't know the person that's based off of. Give me a break. Like, I'm just rolling. Do we roll here. We don't do research. We just roll, okay? No research, just roll. And what we'll do So what this guy does is he looks for like cyberbullying online, and he has like a a group of people. It's not just one person. It's like a group of them. They'll find the person. Like if it's like a complete ugly comment, like fucking die slut kill yourself like real gut-wrenching shit They're like why would you post that um they'll research and they'll find the person who's who said it like legit in real life so he he was talking about this one time they uh, a kid like a 13 year old kid had posted like an ugly comment right it was like pretty fucking bad so they researched they found he was a kid in ohio or something emailed the school, emailed his parents, like, this is what your kid's doing online, obviously the 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 parents were like, they didn't respond, they didn't really care, because obviously, you know, there's a lot of parents out there that don't give two shits, you know, so they're like, fuck it, like, you know, what he does online is what he does online, you know, so it's, yeah, it's crazy, but I'm, I'm fucking for that, like, call those fucking people out, dude, like, for. All that bullshit, you know, because you're going to fuck around and find out, dude, one way or another, man. Like, you have to. You have to find out when you're fucking around because if you've never been checked in your life... See, that's the thing, dude. People go so unchecked in their life. I know people who, like, they talk so slick because they've never been checked. But you... Oh, dude, when you get... ah, oh, dude, I remember when your boy got checked and I fucking... I was, uh, dude, I was in the fourth grade and we were playing street football with my friends and one of my friends, older brother, I was in the fourth grade. He was probably in the seventh grade and, uh, we're playing street football and we're just talking shit. We're just, you know, going back because like, it was never, it was never a real, like we would fight, but it was never like serious. And, uh, huh, we were talking shit and I'm, all of a sudden, like, he gets in my face, like, and I'm thinking, I swear to God, I'm thinking, like, well, we're not going to really fight. Like, we'll push each other and then that'll be it. Like, we won't really fight. And dude, like, before he knew it, i get f- getting my fucking face punched in by this guy. And I couldn't believe it, dude, because, like, he was a homie, like, or what I thought was a homie, but he was fucking, dude, he was beating me up, dude, fucking good, like, I, I I didn't really know how to fight, so I don't even, I remember, like, bits and pieces of the fight, but all I know is I, I was fucking swollen up, dude, I got a bruised eye, fucking swollen cheeks, you know, I was fucked up, dude, and, uh, dude, I was, I was way fucked, and, you know, it was crazy, dude, that feeling of your face being swollen from somebody punching it, like, and I, I remember, like, (laughs) My parents seeing it. My dad, like, he was just kind of like, god oh, it happens, you know. Uh, that's just what happens. You'll get into a fight or whatever. And But it taught me something of, like, you know, fuck around and find out type thing. But at that time, I didn't know I was, I mean, yeah, we were, you know, you're fucking kids in the neighborhood. You're always shitting on each other. just what you do. But either, either one of two things. Either I was getting them. You know your boy was fucking getting them, and he, he felt he felt boxed in. He couldn't come back with a comment, or we were winning in the game. I don't know what it was, dude. But your boy must have been getting them. You know, I must have been fucking zinging this guy so much that he had to beat the shit out of me. <laughs> I mean, he won that one technically, but uh, you know, I, I was fucking around and I found out what happens when you zing somebody too much. And uh, you know, like now I know take it there if you want to go there you know what i'm saying like so all these people online dude they have just never been checked and if they do get checked uh then you know that's the thing man you should you people should get checked once in their life just to know that like okay that's the shit that happens i think people at least need to get the shit beat out of them once in their life dude just to know like that's how it feels that's what that's what can happen okay cool like because dude fuck it like people are so thrillless with what they say online. And uh so yeah, I'm I'm about a hundred percent for these guys to like you know call people on their bullshit to make like shake them up. Like I remember I saw this video of this of this uh they're playing like Call of Duty or something, and this guy's talking mad shit, dude, like being racist, saying the N-word to this guy, and then this uh I guess the guy he was saying this to was a hacker, fucking found out his info, said, like, are you son something? He's like what he's like, is your name something something and he's like no and he's like, do you live at something, something in you know let's just say michigan he's like what the fuck and he's all like yeah i know where you like basically scares the shit out of knows where he lives like and he's all your parents or this and that and he's like crying he's like you know like he's a young guy so he's crying because he's nervous because now he because i mean dude that was so, and i'm pretty sure after that day he was he was sh- i mean i'm pretty sure he's talking shit now but he was shook on that day you know, he was shook for at least weeks or months, maybe, if anything, months, you know. And people fucking need that, dude. They need to get woken up a few times. Like, hey, dude, like, <laughs> you know, fuck around and find out. <laughs> no, man, I don't know. But yeah, I'm pro all that shit, man. Pro, like, hacking if it's like to stand up for, you know, people or, you know, being a fucking dick online, you need to get checked, man. That's just straight up, Ugh. oh man dude do you ever see these um my transitions are awesome, so uh, do you ever see these I don't know if you like vine I guess really brought these people to the to the table of uh, these internet stars are so weird, man they're so weird like an app made them famous. <laughs> like, it was first happening with, uh, that I can remember Vine, because Vine, you were able to make a six-second video, and some people made some fucking great videos, like, uh, obviously entertaining shit, and I remember, you know, there's always the people, like, oh, this person's making this much amount of money on Vine, it's, like, of course that's insane, and of course you're, like, whoa, but, like, if you seriously, like, <laughs> started Vine just to make money, like, it's not gonna happen, like, It's always those first initial investors, dude, of like Bitcoin or NFTs, Vine. Like if you are making millions off the app, you're the only one and anybody else should probably fucking stop. You know, YouTube, all these first people on it on there uh, making a steady living on there is because they did it early. They got on. They found it early and they did it. So I saw this stand up video. And this guy is bombing due to a crowd. It's a black. It's a black guy, and he's on stage. And look, part of me feels like it's a it's a bit one big bit where he's like, he so the the it starts off like he's like, and and then she walked in the room and said, "Who ate all the chicken?" And he and he chuckles like he thinks it's funny but the crowd is dead silence dude like you've never heard silence like this this is the silence that like your the sweat starts coming from the back of your neck down all the way down your back and people are like in the crowd like what like what are you saying like and he goes what like he he's <laughs> he's trying to check the crowd like what the fuck, what do y'all mean what, like, that was funny, you know, and obviously you can't say that it's funny, because if it was, then it just would be, like, you don't explain comedy, you just do it, and if it's funny, it's funny, so he's getting booed off the stage, and he's telling like, fuck y'all, I'm getting money, and uh, I looked on this dude's page, and he looks like he's one of those, um, like, he makes skits on Instagram, and that's fine, dude, if you're making your money off skits, like, stick to that. But I'm pretty sure somebody was in his ear to be like, hey, dude, if you do stand-up, you'll get paid for every gig you do, you you know, do 30, do an hour, whatever you can, like, come up with. Or even if they're just starting open mics and all the comedians that I follow, at least on podcasts, always talk about these people entering their world. Where like, yeah, they have millions of followers online and all that stuff, but they're just followers online. Like, sure, you'll get a few outliers, I, I believe, maybe hundreds of thousands if you have millions that will actually go to a show or go somewhere you're at and watch you perform stand-up, but most of the time, like, it's about grinding it out, like, going out and doing open mics, and building an act, and doing it over, and over, and over, and, you know, cutting, and shaping your your material, all this stuff, dude, all of it goes, it's not just like, oh, I have fucking 13 million followers online, let me go, I, I know I'm funny online, so let me go be funny in person, it's two different things, dude, like, you know, They, You know, comedians always talk about, like, somebody famous when they try to do stand-up. They'll get the first, like, five minutes of, like, the crowd being on their side and laughing at whatever they say. But then after that, you really have to come with it. And it's pretty evident they say that, like, after the five minutes that, like, this person didn't really have material and is just trying to be funny in their own way. Because you got to do the open mics, man. You have to start somewhere. Like, you don't get to be... Like, look what happened to Michael Jordan, dude. This guy was fucking greatest of all time in basketball, decides to leave to go play baseball, and then fucking sucks at baseball. Like, I mean, that's, from what I get, maybe he had a good, uh, <clears throat> maybe he had a good, uh, fucking, whatever you call it. I don't even know, see? <laughs> I love when I get caught in the corner where I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I'm just saying, like, he was great at basketball. These guys are great at doing skits online. Stick with that, dude. Make the money off that. And if you're good enough, if you're funny enough, people will keep still following you. You'll get talked about. But just leave the stand-up to the stand-ups, dude. Leave it to the people who want to do that shit. I think personally because, I mean, they know what they're doing. And you would obviously do too if you're funny online. And, dude, you got to uh, – like I said, dude, In when I get more – um, advanced in this podcast, I guess. I want to show like videos of shit that I find funny just so I can stop explaining it and butchering uh, what I'm seeing. And it's crazy how like the internet will never stop with material, will, will never stop with like funny shit, dude. If, if, if there's life to be lived and recorded, it will be on the internet and it will be funny, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, like I can't believe people make. Like, dude, the TikTok stars, like, dancing 30, like, was it 10, 20? I don't even know. I don't, I don't fucking have that shit. I don't want it. And, yeah, dude, TikTok stars making millions. What the fuck? It's insane. But that's the world we live in now, dude. You can just be famous off of an app because people want to watch your thing the most. And I mean, do same with podcasting, you know, obviously like like I said, the 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 people who got into it first are the most successful. Like a lot of these people started ten years ago and they have successful podcasts now. And it's not like they were they didn't even see it being this what it is now. They just kept doing it because they they love doing it, you know, obviously like Joe Rogan Tom Segura and his wife, you have uh, Fighter and the Kid, those guys started real early, a lot of it was comedians, dude, if if, if I'm to understand this right, like it seems like the first type of people to do podcasting was comedians, because they obviously wanted, you know, to kind of give you a glimpse into their comedic world, to, you know, obviously promote themselves, and then you know that way you go check them out, and it worked out perfectly for them, man. I mean, and that's cool because they use it as a tool versus like their only source, right? And and that's good, dude, because it's like they did it for the right reasons, and it everything worked out as it should. So that was that's really cool with them, or cool, you know, they have no catch on early. But like to to dance online and to be like. This is my talent. Uh. Oh, what to others people's music, mm. and dances I didn't create. Uh. <laughs> like, so literally, the only thing original about me is me standing in front of this camera. Mm. And if it wasn't for geniuses who also invented this shit, I wouldn't be doing this. I'd just probably be going to school to become like a fucking dental assistant. Whoa, you know, <laughs> like everything. That was created and invented. These people, fucking people just copied and did it, you know? Or they <laughs> they just did. And it's so hilarious. They're making millions of dollars and getting fucking Hollywood deals, you know? <laughs> fuck it, though, I guess. I, I'll never... like TikTok was the first time I felt, fuck, I'm getting older, dude. Because, like, MySpace, Facebook, original Facebook, not this fucking... Whatever this shit is now, meta, you know? Um was it Vine and Instagram? I never really got on Twitter. That wasn't I I, I got on Twitter a couple times and I was like, oh, this kind of sucks. And I just got off. And uh and then I guess TikTok was like is the but seriously dude, where do we go from here? That that's it, right? Like it's because Facebook's no longer Facebook, it's a meta. MySpace is dead, Vine died. We have Instagram, we have Twitter, and we have TikTok. And I'm like, okay, this eventually this will be Instagram will be done with because it'll get just too like it'll just die because everybody's like, okay, I've been on the app, I've done I've done everything I could do and consistently, and I'm done. No matter what they do to the app, like no matter how engaging they make it, I think eventually it it will run its course. Same with, I I don't know, Twitter is like a whole different thing. I can't even talk about Twitter. I'm not on it. So I don't know. Same thing with TikTok. But I'm like, we did everything we could to socially be with each other, right? Sharing photos, um, sharing opinions, and then now dancing in front of people. (laughs) What else could we do? What else could we share with each other to where it was social? You know, like uh, like Ryan on The Office was trying to make a website where they sold paper. And then you wanted people to talk about the upcoming election on a paper website. Like, dude, what else could you do on for... And I honestly feel like, oh, there's Snapchat. I forgot about Snapchat. But then, dude fucking instagram stole everything like instagram was trying to or facebook really was trying to buy everybody and if they didn't they just stole their idea called it something else right because uh i think they tried to buy Snapchat. they said no so they just said fuck it we'll start something called stories then they saw how popular tiktok was going there all oh, fuck it we'll start reels you know and they're just they're uh all in one place so like everything good you like about those other apps we'll do it here and just helps people stay there and it becomes a new thing but seriously like what the fuck is gonna be next that you could do like i mean i've got an idea you take a shit and you just <laughs> and you share it with your friends you're like dude check out this one you know <laughs> and it's like because what what else can we share dude there's nothing else what people start sharing their blood types online like what's up oh positive in this bitch like what are you gonna be doing dude there's no, there's nowhere else to go from here. I feel like, I mean, yeah, dude, where, where, what can you do? YouTube, you can literally anything else you want to talk about. You can do it on YouTube on a length lengthier platform. So what are we doing? Is and I'm not even pissed, dude. I'm I'm stoked for like it being the end of. But you know, they'll come up with something, or they'll make what we have now like more advanced i guess we're going into vr now or something like fuck that dude like vr is cool like i've I've tried the oculus headsets that's fine that's whatever but it's also like i don't like they don't have me on the hook for that like it's not my generation like i i still I, i know i talked about it on one of the podcasts but i was like dude i miss the romanticness of of just stuff man like uh you, you you had you bought the VHS as something you had to fucking play it, and if you wanted to see it again, you had to rewind it. It was all work, you know? And now because everything is instantaneous, it's like, no, you just fucking are you done with that movie? Throw it away in the trash and just order one on Amazon for a dollar. It's like perfect. You know? And so with this VR, dude, it's like uh I I understand it's cool. Like you're in another world, <laughs> and I love watching the videos of people thinking they have to like literally jump (laughs) instead of just using the game you see people like jumping at tv's walls and shit it's like fuck we're not ready for it it's not meant for our generation like it's getting introduced now but it's not meant for us like you know our kids and kids kids are gonna be all in that shit and everybody's all afraid of like oh what if that's but then that will i don't know man like that will just be what life is because the people who are inventing this shit are just doing that, they're just inventing, man, and they're, and they're, uh, I mean, it might go that way, who knows, but I mean, technology is not all, I guess, all, all bad in itself, I guess, like, there are positives to it, like, man, I, I am, I have, my wife asked me the other day, and she's like, what would you like to explore more, like, the oceans, or space, and I was like, oh man, it's space a 100%, because, like, they're both scary to me, right? Because you don't know what's in, like, you don't know what's in space. It's never ending. And, or I mean, I guess there, maybe there is an end, but then outside of that end is more. And it's like, wh- like, what? Like, will we ever find out what is actually out there? Do we even want to find out what's out there? Like, Were we meant to find out what was out there? You know, it's just it's fucking interstellar, just in my mind. And the oceans, you fuck that. I was like, there's a reason. I told, I I was like, and it it, well, it goes for both, right? Because we can't breathe in space. But I was like, yeah, there's a reason why we can't fucking go to certain parts of the ocean. It's like we can't breathe it. We can't. Light doesn't go there. Fuck that. Like, don't want to see it. Don't want to know anything about it. I'll just let them be down there and let them exist. Like course one in all the movies right the scenario is like we fuck around and we find out that we wake up a Cthulhu in the bottom of the ocean and it's coming to fucking you know piss on our cities because we woke it up like fuck that dude like sure the outer space I mean I don't know if we can wake anything up out there who knows but (laughs) at least the bottom of the ocean we don't have like a 12-legged octopus with you know legs coming to just fucking destroy our cities while it Duhashmesh plays in the background like some German goth core or something <laughs> so yeah no she asked me that and I was like I, I would more likely love to explore space just because I mean dude you got something to look at <laughs> at all the times like planets stars like, like I still don't really understand stars they're balls of gas you know I would love to see what that looks like. And how far are they? You know. Like I the moon, dude, like I do I have no fucking time for flat earth bullshit. It's like okay, dude, like what do you want? Like when space travel becomes available, you'll be dead anyways to the public to find out if, you know, the earth was really round and all that time imagine dude you spend 20 years of your life trying to disprove it. And like they're going to go there you know it's gonna be space travel will be like more convenient for people and it's gonna be like dude at one point people thought this shit was flat like you know that'd be insane man and i was uh listening to a podcast it was joe rogan's podcast he had a guy on there jimmy colletti or some shit he has a youtube channel talks about like um i guess like ancient civilizations uh atlantis and he said something that fucking blew my mind that I never really thought of but he was talking about how the Big Bang Theory and um, the Big Bang Theory says like there was nothing and then there was an explosion and then there was something and he was like but I can't get over the nothing and he made me think like yeah like if there was nothing because what do we know nothing as right like you walk into a room, and it's empty. You're like, "Oh, there's nothing in here," but obviously, like, if you want to fucking be, you know, I mean, you're in a room. You're in something, so it's not nothing, right? Anywhere you are, if there's nothing, there's still something. You're never truly around nothing, dude. And I know your Austin power is going cross sided man. But stay with me. You know, we now we came to an interstellar corner. We were in the dark corner in the beginning. Kind of got light in the middle, and now we're in an interstellar corner where it's like, you know, <laughs> we're there is something, but we're not nothing, but we're something. I don't know. So anyways, he talks about, like, I, I just don't know what that, what is nothing, and then it blew up, and then now we all became something, And he and he talked about, I've heard, when I was in high school, my science teacher brought a uh i fucking want to say he was a geologist and this guy if it was anybody else th- there's a lot to say when you're explaining shit if you've got like suave swagger about how you're explaining it versus this guy he was talking through like clenched teeth and spit he was like we're all stars and 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 if somebody tells you you're not a star then then tell them you're wrong i am a star and i was like jesus did this this guy like did a bump of coke in the car and came to tell us this like so he's basically saying like you know the big bang theory makes us all stardust and we're all in some way shape or form like made of stars or stardust dude even that i can't even get into that but dude the way he was explaining it, it was like yeah this dude is insane like versus you know if somebody came in like Okay, due to this uh, Big Bang Theory, this uh, proves that the explosion caused an uh, infinite amount of stardust to be, you know, shot into the universe, and because of that, you are yourself a star, and um, if somebody says you're not a shining star, well, you can tell them that the uh, they're incorrect, you know, if you came with me like that, but this guy was like, clenched teeth, fucking, you're a star, man, <laughs> like... It was fucking weird but he was, you know, I get what he was trying to say. But even then I couldn't fa- do I still can't fathom this shit. But I, I you know, recently I've become so interested in in space and and time and space. I mean, I can't repeat all this shit back to you like verbatim, but you know, I I try to have some sort of understanding, but every time I try to they're like <laughs> it's like uh you know, when you wake up from a nap and somebody tries to tell you something, and I know you've probably seen uh, online where like they have a skit of somebody like turn on the light, like Asalaamu Alaikum Lime Car in the jury. Like, what? Like, that's what <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just woke up from a nap and they're like, turkey breasted blue colored yellow whale. Huh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, and one of my producers telling me to wrap it up soon. No, I got it. I'll handle this, dude. But, yeah, I, I watch all this and I try to get some sort of understanding, dude. But it's it's tough, man. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know where space ends, you know? <laughs> uh, do they know? Do the people who are trying to know, do they know? But um, I just think it's, like, it's beyond our understanding, right? Obviously, I mean... Even the people who are like Neil deGrasse Tyson, these fucking people who know as much as they know about space, like even they don't know everything. But no, that podcast was cool to like listen in on and and just hear stuff, um, you know, about like the uh, about Atlantis, like an advanced civilization before us. And he was saying how, like, people think advanced civilization means, like, if they had computers or something, where it was, like, our technology versus what they consider, like, advanced technology is completely different. Like, it's just, like, computers make sense in our time, right? But if, but they had tools that didn't make sense for that time. And that alone is interesting itself, dude. That's, I don't know, man. Like, all this, it's just so interesting. So um if you want to check that pod out uh cuz i can't i can't spit out everything he was talking about uh it's it's on the joe rogan podcast it was a uh, jimmy coletti or something coretti coletti you'll see it it i said it close enough you'll see that but it's fucking it's a good it's a good listen man just because um man i wish i i love the time i was born in for sure but i just wish i could just be born in the future late just to see what's to come you know like because dude we're fucking dude think about it man we were you know like let, let me just think back to the earliest like uh let's just say western times bro you know we were just out there on horses with guns fucking didn't think twice about what was in the sky just lived life right you went to the saloon you got yourself a beer maybe a shave you know, a shower, and that was good, and you died at, like, 20, and that was like, oh, lived. you lived a good life, this boy, 20 years, 20 years young, he leaves behind a wife, and 18 kids, you know, and now, dude, we're sending satellites into space to test, so it can push, it can change the trajectory of an asteroid, like, it blows my fucking mind how we, like, how we started, where we started from, where we're at now, like, it's insane, and I, I mean, hopefully I live long enough to see, like, really cool advancements in technology, but if I don't, fuck, let's hope for reincarnation, bros. I can see what, you know, I want to play fucking Nintendo in space, you know what I mean? (laughs) Anyways, man, I'm gonna wrap up the pod, um, it was great doing another episode, and, uh, yeah, man. If wherever you're watching this, make sure you know you rate it, review it, do whatever the app asks you to do. I think it helps out. I'm not sure, but uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in, man, for another app. And uh, I'll see you next week. Later.